Welcome back to Just Scrap Radio on BJPen.com. I'm your host, Cole Sheldon. Episode 54, we got a really good lineup for you. The UFC card this weekend, obviously not the best. And this might actually be a first for this show. I think it probably is. is we have no fighters from this upcoming card. Instead, we're first going to be joined by Demetrius Johnson, the one of the best, greatest fighters of all time. Preview his December 5th fight against Rod Tang. Or Road Tank, sorry. This is a, it's a special rules bout. It's one round Muay Thai, one round MMA, one round Muay Thai, one round MMA. Really intriguing fight. So we kind of get as DJ about his kind of style, how he kind of goes about training this, how this came together, and how this is kind of a fight that uh, something he wanted to do when he signed with one championship. And we also talk about his future and just some other things, uh, notable events in the fight division like Benavidez retiring and Cejudo kind of teasing that comeback we're next going to be joined by casey o'neill who's ranked 14th at florida after her big win two weekends ago against antonina shepchenko we catch up with casey after her birthday after some celebrations so we had to give her a bit of time but really good chat with casey about the fight kind of what's next her thinking about maybe fighting macy barber at 269 and then deciding kind of against it and what kind of neck for her where her boyfriend ty guarda a bellator fighter was in the car so he got stopped a cameo in for one question about his next move and i think fans are gonna like it that he's gonna stay in bellator he said but after that we're joined by brent premise to preview his fight in um, bellator 268 on saturday in arizona so he takes on benson henderson brent said this is a fight that he's wanted for a while it's a fight that he like a big name he's been asked for and he knows if he beats uh, benson he's right there for a title shot but the, the interview also was done before pitbull vacated his belts there were some questions about kind of how he was getting frustrated with pitbull of how he wasn't defending so obviously those are all eased up and we close things out talking to bibiano fernandez about his upcoming title defense on that same card as demetrius johnson he actually fights john lineker so bibiano hasn't fought in quite some time hasn't fought since october 2019 finally making his return and him and lineker kind of don't really like each other so it was a good chat with bibiano ahead of that fight where he kind of thinks he won't even like he'll just kind of roll through Lineker, but really good chat with all four of them. I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you again. I hope you enjoy the show. Be sure to share the show, subscribe, and and tune in next week for another episode of. All right, we're joined by Demetrius Johnson, who's got a massive fight coming up here. Demetrius, how's it going, man? Going good. How about you? I'm doing well. Like when one championship, one when one championship kind of came to you with this offer, like what kind of goes through your head because the mixed rules fight isn't something like. I don't think many people were kind of expecting. Yeah. You know, like I said, I, I might say tell you, but yeah, I was just chilling at home. And next thing you know, they, they gave me a call and they said, hey, you want you to do this? I'm like, all right. Sounds good. Send a contract. And that's, that's how I went through. Um, I'm super excited. Very grateful for the opportunity. And training's going great so far. Now we just got to stay healthy and keep on getting better and make sure we're sharp December 5th. After your last fight, like what what you kind of think was going to be next for you? Like, do you think it was going to be one of those top contenders, or like what did you think one was going to do with you? You know, I wasn't too sure. I thought it was going to be another top contender. You know, work my way back up the ladder for a title shot. But you know, <clears throat> this is something fresh. It's something different. It's just unique, and I like unique. I like to do things different every once in a blue moon. I mean, I haven't done anything different since my amateur days, but um, it's nice to get the opportunity to do something like this. How much does training camp change with this kind of, or if at all, for this fight? Um, it'll, it'll change a little bit more. We'll focus more on a stand-up. You know, last night we did a lot of clinching, a lot, a lot, a lot of clinching, um, working at balance, working at sweeps, all that stuff, because, you know, he is a Muay Thai specialist. And, you know, we're starting to grapple. We're starting to do everything the same. But 
be focusing more on clinching. With this fight, like I think a lot of people just basically have basically said, like with Rotatang, like you need to knock him in the first round. If you get out of the first, like you're probably going to submit him. So like, is part of the game plan is to be cautious in the first round? Or are you just going to kind of go at him as well in that first round? I think I think a lot of people think you know being cautious or whatever is going to be the best thing for me. But I think you know <clears throat> it's like a wolf. If a wolf is focused on defending himself and fighting back, it tends to have a higher chance of survival survival rate. So for me, I, I think fighting is going to be the best situation for me to be able to make it in the fight in general. So, you know, we're looking to go out there and compete, not be afraid. Is it going to be hard just because a lot of muscle memory is to like wrestle and do certain things that you won't be able to do in that first round? Like, is that going to be kind of hard to train your brain to not do that in those kind of moments? 1000%. But, you know, we got a long time to get ready for fight. We got eight weeks and drill into my mind. And hopefully we won't, you know, first round try to get a takedown. And then it hits that second round. Like, how much confidence are you having now, now that you can go to the full MMA, like, skill set? Yeah, it, I mean, definitely confidence, but I still got to be careful. You know, he's still dangerous. The fight starts on the feet. It doesn't start on the ground. Uh, I think a lot of people forget about that. Yeah. And it's only three minutes. So two minutes on the ground is not – I mean, it's 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 time, but it's not a lot, like five minutes. So it's definitely a different shift of, like, when you get there, you got to get to work. Yeah, with the three-minute rounds, too, like – how much different is that? Because you're used to kind of pacing yourself for five minutes or three minutes, especially that second round, like you mentioned, the wrestling, like it's hard to set up a lot of those submissions or just takedowns and all that in such a short period of time. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, the biggest challenge of this fight. Like the, on the feet, three minutes is easy. It, it, it's more of a sprint. But when you have the wrestling aspect to it and the grappling and you're not starting at ground, you got to get it there, you know, it's 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 a lot of work. So a lot of app, a lot of people don't really think about that, you know. And you also gotta be careful when you make that transition and trying to get in there. And especially because I think too, like he's just gonna kind of expect you to shoot. Where so he'll probably be practicing like knees and stuff. So you like you can't just shoot in, which I think a lot of people would kind of expect you to do right away. Is, exactly. That's the people who aren't uh, very knowledgeable in the sport. Um, and like I said, you had to get in there. So we're going to come and prepare, be strategic, be dynamic, and go out there and give it our best shot. What do you think a win over him and, like, this kind of thing does for you? Or do you think this is just kind of a one-off fight and you're still kind of in the same spot in the division? Yeah, one-off fight. Still still, still same spot in the division. You know, this is for this is a fun fight. This is something that, you know, say I've done in my, uh, on my, in my resume in my career. And, yeah, you know, I foresee, like, if I go out there and win or if he beats me, I mean, I don't even know, I don't even know if this is even an ex- exhibition fight. Like, I don't even know if this is going to go on my record or whatever. But um, with that being said, I, you know, foresee me going right back down and fighting, working my way back up to a paddle shot. And, you know, fighting, you know, the number three contender, working my way back up, building myself back up in mixed martial arts, and then try to get another crack at the, t- at the belt. How do you kind of see this one playing out? Oh, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be a tough fight. I mean, Rod Tang's no joke. I mean, he's got a lot of experience in mixed martial arts. Oh, excuse me. In Muay Thai. And, you know, he's tough, man. He, he's Iron Man for a reason. When you went to one championship, like, were these kind of fights something that you were kind of interested in? Because one championship has a lot of, like, Muay Thai kickboxing, where I think that's something you even talked about in the past is you want to do stuff like this. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was definitely uh, some week I knew I could do down the line, but for them to actually like offer it to me, and now we're nine weeks out from from it happening, you know, it's it's dope. I'm I'm super excited. And having one of your close friends in Bibiano on the card as well, what's that like for you? Um, it's fun, man. And you know, I saw ah, kid, come get over here now. Get off my people. You. Sorry, my dog. Yeah, no worries. Um, it's great. You know, I see Bibiano. He's in the jungle, going back to his uh, his roots, getting ready for the fight. And I'm super excited to see him be able to go out there and fight John Lineker, which would be another great battle between those two. And I'm looking forward to watching that one. Are you gonna get in any work with him, or are you guys? Or is he just staying in Brazil? I don't know. I think I don't think we will because the border, uh, the Canadian border in Washington State, you know, all it takes is you know a COVID breakout. Like he's stuck down here, and then I'm stuck up there. Um, especially my kids in school, getting to school and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't foresee that happening. Um, but he'll be fine, and I'll be fine too. Is that something like more fight week when you arrive? You might just try to kind of do some small training and stuff with them. They won't allow it because in Singapore they kind of quarantine you with your own camps. So if we could, I would love to, but I don't foresee that happening. I never knew Singapore was still like that. So even come December, you're still going to be like kind of how it was back yep. on the TNT card you're fighting on. Yep. Yep. If, if they allow us to train together, absolutely. I would love to get some work in with them and, and play and grapple and share spirits. That's the hardest thing. You know, we go over to um, Singapore is that you're kind of quarantined and you get to see the fighters here in passing. But, you know, it'll be nice to like work out with each other and train, but they don't allow that. Is that something, too, that's kind of a disappointment? Like you fly all that way and you can't even like go sightsee or do stuff after the fight or before the fight? Yep. Yes, it is. Uh, with this card, too, like this is going to be one of the bigger ones one puts on. Like what's that kind of like being on this one? It's dope, man. It's 10-year anniversary of one championship. Super excited about that. And grateful to be able to do this one-off uh, special rules fight that everybody's hyped about, buzzing about. Uh, kind of like the new age, uh, you know, pride ways where you had Korkop versus uh, Vendelay Silva. And I think, you know, Vendelay Silva, when he took him down, he had like 10 or 30 seconds and then he got back on the feet. So something fun like that. Uh, with this, uh, like with Adriano, like, do you think that's something if you put on an impressive performance here, like, do you think you can get that rematch right away? Or is that something you think you probably, you'd rather kind of get one more fight in MMA before you get that one back? I'd rather get one more fight in MMA, maybe one or two, because MMA is just a different dynamic. It's a different beast than Muay Thai. Like this is kind of straightforward. It's like, Rod Ting's a killer on the feet, great pressure, great clinch, uh, you know, that's like the biggest thing. I got to make sure I'm sharp on the feet. When it comes to mixed martial arts, you got to make sure you're sharp on the feet. You got to make sure you're sharp on the ground. You got to make sure your takedown defense is good. It's a lot more that goes into play with just the the mindset and the training aspect of it. Like, this is fun because it's like, okay, you know, first round, I don't have to worry about takedowns. Like, I can just let my hands go and be smart and strategic about it. And then second round, I can start wrestling and grappling and, and let my hands go. So it's just a little bit different. So for me, like I always feel like earning my my keep and working my way up to a big moment, a big a big a big goal, a big belt. Like if I just got handed to me, it's not the same. Like when I went to the the World Grand Prix, won those three fights, got the World Grand Prix, and that World Grand Prix got me my ticket to fight for a world title. That felt that felt like it was earned and achieved. 
to have the opportunity to fight against Adrian Reyes. If it's given to me, it's like, well, I'm getting a top fight because who, who, what my name is and all that stuff. What do you kind of take away from that fight? Because I saw a lot of people say, oh, like DJ was just too small in there, which I didn't really think the size was that big of a factor there. No, I was just rushing. I felt like I was just trying to get get to him and get the fight going. And that's the biggest thing I, I, I take away from it is that I shouldn't have rushed. I should have let him come to me. I mean, do if you do, do damn if you do. You know what I mean? It, it, like I said, MMA is way more dynamic. Um, where like five minutes, like you have. I always tell my teammate too, James. I'm like, dude, you got five minutes. There's no reason to rush. You have five minutes. So in that fight, I felt like I really rushed, and that's when the uppercut got me. Then the knee. That is, if I was to sit back, like when I watched the fight, I'm like, okay, he's running a lot. He's 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 not standing there trying to exchange. So my angles and me trying to cross distance and all that stuff, it's going to be a lot harder. So I should have just kind of just played distance and wait. So, I mean, and that's the thing. When you have so much when you have so much skill, you can sit back and decide. But for that one, I felt like I just negated my skill and just try to get to, get to him. <laughs> how, much have you, how many times have you watched that fight back? Oh, I haven't watched it since. Fuck. I can't even remember. <laughs> with that fight too like i know it the thing was it was like a month after that whole like peter yan sterling thing and then the knee happened like uh, do you like one's rules with the knee because i actually like it where like even with yan sterling like sterling was just kind of stalling there where at least in one like you can throw that knee and you can't just be kind of stalling there and waiting to get up yeah i mean that's that's i, I like it you know that's why it's there it's put in place and you know it just so happened that I got hit with one, and it was Adrian executed perfectly. Uh, just last thing, I know uh, Joe Benavidez retired recently. Like, what you cut? Did you have a chance to talk to him at all? Because like you two were linked forever with that rivalry, sort of. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to talk to him, but um, you know, I you know wish him nothing but the best. And it's like, you know, he's he's done a lot in the sport, and I'm happy for him to be able to go out on his own terms. And yeah, man, I wish him nothing but the best. Actually, just one more quick thing. Cejudo keeps talking about going up to 45 and facing Volkanovski. How do you think he'd do up at 45? I think he'd do, I think he'd do great. I mean, Volkanovski is not like a big dude, like height-wise and reach-wise. So I think he'll do fine. And I mean, him and Cejudo, he's kind of pretty sick right now. Um, so I, I think he'd be fine. I think the biggest thing, you know, in my opinion, is like if Henry wants to fight him, dude, just he's still in the UFC. So just work your way up to him. But he just wants to have that one-off fight to fight him. Um, but, yeah, if he wants to fight him, you know, go go get, like, two or three fights in the featherweight division. Get in line like everybody else does and earn your shot. Well, Demetrius, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for doing this. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Yeah. If you are. All right, we're joined by now ranked UFC flyweight Casey O'Neill. Casey, how's it going? I'm great. Uh, still trying to come down off the high, but uh, still feeling good. Yeah, I'll just start right there. Like that fight, I know it was a, a bit of a slow start. Or, like she kind of had you in that one position. But other than that, like did everything kind of go about how you planned? Because I thought you would finish Antonina as well. Yeah, that's definitely what I planned for. I always plan to finish my fights, but um, I could see myself finishing her uh, with ground and pound from the top so yeah I did start a little slower I think it's because I had a big year of uh I had three UFC fights and then within the past 13 months I've had five fights so it was quite a lot 
So I was feeling the effects of that. So I think that's why I started extra slow this time. But it's okay because uh, I wasn't worried in any of those positions. I, I get into them a lot with the much stronger guys at the gym. So I knew that I was going to be able to get out. It just looked bad to the to the um, judges. But it's okay. I still won the first round and came back and finished in the second. And yeah. When you went to your corner, like what did like Nick Sick and all those guys have to say? So Eddie just told me that I needed to start fighting because I was watching her fight me, basically, which is how I felt anyway. I felt like I was standing on the outside just trying to watch what she was doing so that I could get a gauge of it instead of actually just like going in and fighting. So the second round, if you noticed, I came out really hard and aggressive and just sort of like fought how I should have fought from the start. Um, but yeah, they just, they were a really good corner. They just keep me calm, give me like a few bits and pieces here and there, but they like to let me be free and like express myself through my fighting. And there was a couple times I think the ref could have stopped in. I know you kind of looked up a couple times too. Like, were you surprised it took that long to finish her when you got her down to the ground? To be honest, I was more annoyed than surprised because I was in my position in the first round for like five seconds before he was like do something and then I must have hit her with at least five hard elbows and he said nothing and I was like really we're just gonna let her die like I was like getting called straight away but she can have as much time as she wants so it was kind of annoying but I understand like the elbows were really hard but the punches were not so much I couldn't get the the leverage to hit with those hard punches so um yeah, I guess I was annoyed with it, but it's all right. And then you get the win, and now you're in the rankings. Like, what's that like when you saw a number beside your name? That was awesome. I uh, wasn't expecting it because Antonina is not ranked, but I guess three fights and three finishes in the flyweight division being so shallow um, that it was bound to happen sooner than later. I did want to take my time a little bit more, but now it looks like I'm not going to be able to do that, so... Um, yeah, I'm excited to test myself against the best in the world. I think that I can be the best in the world. I'm just a little bit inexperienced and uh, it's going to take me a little bit longer. But I mean, I'm right there and I'm winning my fights and I'm like getting better each time that I come out. Um, so I'm excited for the future in the top 15. Have you watched that fight back a bunch, I assume? I have. I've watched it a couple of times. I sort of cringe at the first round because I can, I literally look like a video game character that just doesn't know their buttons and I'm just like following her around the cage but uh yeah I mean every every fight you make mistakes but every fight you also make improvements and I think that that fight was a big improvement from my first fight so uh yeah are you happy with that performance then or are you more happy with just how the second round kind of played out in the end of the first um I'm happy with the second round the first round was kind of like whatever but uh but yeah I mean can't complain with the finish right you know everyone goes in there expecting to win and I won and I can't complain about that so I'm just a perfectionist sorry I'm yeah. just a perfectionist and I like to uh to finish fights fast and be I was in the second round maybe not so much in the first is it still kind of surreal for you that like this year's happened like three fights three finishes already ranked in the UFC you haven't even been in the promotion for a full year yeah, it's a little bit surreal, to be honest. I mean, it's not even what I expected, right? So, like, when I first thought I was going to become a UFC fighter, you expect the crowd, the, like, everything like that. And I haven't been able to get any of that. So it kind of doesn't 
feel like the UFC yet, if you know what I mean. Like it's the it's the promotion and it's the girls and I get through the whole fight week experience, but you don't get that same experience. Please fasten passenger seat belt. Sorry, I know that this is annoying. You don't no get the same experience that, you know, you would with a big crowd and a big pay-per-view card or anything, you know, like they did in the past. So I'm still waiting for that moment, but I'm hoping it's coming soon. Are you relatively healthy out of this fight or are there some injuries you have to take care of? Um, I'm pretty healthy. I had a couple of injuries through fight camp, nothing from the fight, luckily. But uh, yeah, just a couple of little niggling things, but nothing serious. I know you mentioned March. Is that still kind of the plan or after they ranked you? Is it kind of you're going to be thrown to the deep end now? Yeah, I'm down to fight in March against whoever they want to put me up against. So I like to think that they're not going to throw me completely in the deep end. I mean, I'm number 14, so I like to think that I still have a little ways to go. I don't want to be up the top too quick. I want to take my time still and get some more experience. Um, so, yeah, I hope that they take that into consideration. I saw once Montana pulled out of Macy's fight, a lot of people were like adding you to step in. Did you ever think about maybe getting, I know that's a lot earlier than March, but did that ever cross your mind and maybe filling in for that fight? Yeah, I thought about it, but uh, I had to stick to my guns. You know, I was really, really wanted to do it. The fighter and the ego that I have wanted to do it because I think that would be a great fight for me. But I have to st take some time off now, otherwise I'll never take time off because that's just what I'm like. And uh, yeah, sorry, I know I keep dropping everything yeah, and I'm fine. crazy, but. Uh, do you really care who's next or you just kind of hope it, whatever the UFC offers you? Um, I gave Mick some names that I liked, but uh, I haven't said no to anybody that he's came with, and we still haven't got anybody that I've asked for. So I'm not assuming that he'll take anybody on my list. So, uh, yeah, whoever they want to put me up against next. Are you hoping, though, when your next fight is on a pay-per-view so you can fight in front of fans finally? I told Mick that my next fight must be in front of a pay-per-view because I begged him to be on the New York card, and I heard that I was going to be on it, and then I got given this fight instead so i said my next fight must be a pay-per-view i deserve it now i think i've got three fights and three finishes i'm now in the top 15. i feel like all i'm asking for is a crowd because i feel like i fight better in front of a crowd and i really hope that i get given that crowd fight next well what are your kind of thoughts on the flower division because it is shallow but it is getting like a lot more young but like you macy miranda mavericks there like it seems like kind of that new wave is already starting to make their way in yeah, um, it's exciting times to be in the flyweight division. I feel like where we're at right now is where the strawweights were a couple of years ago, where we're just starting to sort of come into our own, you know. When a division first opens, it's hard because girls are coming down from 35, girls are coming up from 25 and just sort of filling through. And it's like maybe the talent pool is not so high, but the longer the division is around, the better that everybody's going to become. And I think that everyone's training with the same goal in mind, kind of like the Ronda Rousey thing back in the day. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens in the next couple of years for the flyweight division. And you obviously have the dominant champion at the top. So, like, personally, like, for you, like, are you hoping she never loses the belt until you get there so, like, you can be the one to dethrone her then? Yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to take the belt off Valentina. Um, but I would love to take the belt off anybody, to be honest. I think that no matter what, you're always, you know, once you win the belt, you're looked at 
the same no matter who you beat for the belt, I think. So, yeah, I, I would love it to be Valentina, but she is getting a little bit older. I'm not sure when she'll be on her way out. She does claim she wants to fight until she's 50, but I don't believe her. So uh, we'll see how long she's around. How did you spend the last week or so after the fight? Because I know your birthday was recently, like, was it just a big celebration then for the win and then your birthday? Yeah, I mean, a mixture of training and celebrating. I went and spent some time with some friends in Texas and got to visit a little bit more of the U.S., which has been fun. Uh, I love experiencing new places, so that was great. Now I'm back to training and just sort of trying to improve for for the next thing. I'm not going to let myself ride the high for too long because uh, that's where you get stuff in trouble. So back to the work. Uh, just a couple more things. What's kind of the goal for you next year? Because this past year, you went what four or five fights like gone in the UFC got in the rankings like where do you kind of see yourself like this time next year I just care about winning fights so uh, I would like another three fights and another three wins with three finishes maybe another couple of bonuses and uh, some extra money would be nice but uh, my goals stay the same you know I've got long-term goals and short-term goals my short-term goals are usually just winning the next fight that's in front of me and the long-term goal is winning every fight that's in front of me so that's pretty much all I care about at the moment is uh winning the fights uh just last thing is that tie in the car with you yes it is when's he getting back in there